Welcome. Yeah, started a little later than anticipated, but we are here, and I got some great stuff. I was surprised because I'm on chapter 15, and chapter 15 covers probably my greatest asset and my greatest subject. Do you know what that is? My greatest subject? Attitude. It's on attitude capacity. The choice to be positive regardless of circumstances. Attitude. The choice to be positive regardless of circumstances. But interesting, there are some great statements that attitude is not in the beginning. It's important that we go over that because, you know, some people think attitude is everything. And it's not. There's some things that, even with a great attitude, it, it just won't cut it. You got you need more. Now, attitude is good. It helps set the tone for things. But there are some things that attitude is not. Let's kind of see what those things are. All right. It says, I believe in attitude. I believe it is everything. I never have and never will. Attitude cannot make up for incompetence. Attitude cannot make up for incompetence. It cannot give you a skill that you don't possess. Just because you have a great attitude doesn't mean all of a sudden you can do everything. It's important to understand that. But all things being equal, the person with the great attitude will be more successful in life and enjoy themselves more. And I can tell you that because I know if I had a uh, not-so-great attitude, if I didn't have a great attitude, I would not be, uh, my wife would not be excited to be around me, trust me. <laughs> no single change in your life will have a greater positive impact on you and those around you than making a choice to improve your attitude. That's a fact. Yes, a statement, I need to change. Change is personal. Only you can do it. Only you can change your attitude. I'm able to change. So only you can do it. And yes, it is possible. Change is possible. And you'll be rewarded for the change. If you're a pessimistic person and you all of a sudden decide I'm going to be positive and you get around someone like you, well, if it's a husband, you get around your wife and she'll, she'll come up to you and say, who are you and what have you done with my husband? <laughs> because if you haven't been practicing the attitude of, uh, of a great attitude, then uh, it kind of shows. So what can really spark a great attitude and they talk about it here it's my my greatest subject that i always talk about because i see it every day and i i mention it every day people don't take it seriously but it makes a big difference that is talking to yourself is a good thing self-talk that's where it starts that's in the mind. Who's going to be your greatest coach? You. If you don't pat yourself on the back and think yourself is good, 
How is anyone else going to do it? Come on, guys. You've got to. You've got to start by changing what you say to yourself. No more of these, oh, I'm a klutz statement. I heard a few today by a few people talking about, oh, no, this is crazy. It's not going to work. It never works for me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I hate that. I just want to ring them by the neck and say, yes, you can. Cut it out. They don't realize. Do you realize when you do that? Remember, the conscious mind is small, but the subconscious mind is massive. And every time you say those negative statements, it accepts it. Picture writing the wrong words in the computer and then printing it out. They're all wrong. Why? Because that's what you put in there. It's the same thing with your brain, with your mind. If you put negative stuff in, you wonder why when you're in situations, nothing great comes out or you don't think of anything positive. Well, that's why, because you didn't put anything in there. You can't get out what you don't put in. Put it in. I heard one time, there's one salesman that repeats like a hundred or a thousand times before he uh, goes out in the day. I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. He's putting all that positive thought process in his mind. It makes a difference. You got to put it in, man. You don't put it in, you won't get it out. Over and over and over again. I talk about that. Uh, here's a great story. It says, in two, uh, imagine two students who receive the same four grade on an exam. First student thinks, I'm such a failure. I always do poorly in this subject. I can't do anything right. Sound familiar? Do you hear those messages around the workplace? And, and part of the problem is people aren't aware of it. But when you even raise their awareness, they need to start to internalize that to realize what they're doing to themselves is only perpetuating the same type of attitude that they don't want. But it's it's simple but not easy sometimes. But you got to do it. And if you're around those people, t tell them about it. Say, hey, don't say that. Say, nah, I messed up this time. But I'm going to do better next time. I keep getting better every time I do it. That's the attitude they need. I keep getting better each time I do this. So I'm going to keep doing it. And each time I know, I can't remember names. I'm getting better and better at remembering names. I've had a challenge in the past, but from now on, I'm going to get better at doing that. I'm going to get better at doing that. And every time you say that, you, uh, all of a sudden, a week later, you've been saying this for a week. Someone introduces you to someone new, and all of a sudden, you, your mind triggers on and says, oh, I need to associate that with someone. And then they associate it, and then um, they, they start to see the power of the self-talk. Let's face it, man. The person you face in the mirror, you got to work on him first. You can't give what you ain't got. So you got to give it to yourself. You first, then everyone else. Trying to help you. Okay. Second student thinks, this test was difficult. Oh, well, it's just one test in one class. I tend to do well in the other subjects. These students are exhibiting two types of, this, of what psychologists call explanatory styles. Yeah. <laughs> 
internal stable and then limited. Yeah, there's no need to go through the rest of that. Self-taught. Listen to this. When pessimistic people see their problems as internal, they say to themselves, this happened because of me. When they believe their problems are unchangeable, they say, this always happens to me. You see, when you start to change your perspective, and when you change your attitude, you start to change your perspective and your approach to things. And as you change your approach to things, things change. I see my buddy Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things I was going to mention, um, I was listening to Christian Simpson, which you may not know, but he's a a mentor from the John Maxwell team. He talks about awareness. And see, this is what this this is how we 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 change our status in life by understanding and becoming more aware of things. He talked about, let's say, a person is is um, has an annual salary, say, of fifty thousand dollars a year, because, and and then someone else makes fifty thousand dollars a day. What is the difference between them? Well, the difference is. The guy that's making $50,000 a day is more aware of how to do that. Whereas the person only making $50,000 a year has not figured out or is not aware within themselves that they have the ability to do that. Reality is that both of them can do it. But the person's only making $50,000 a year is not aware of the way to do that. So let's let's go over that. So how do we get from 50,000, say, this is an example, it's just an example, and we're just using financial as an example. But let's just say that the guy making 50,000 a year wanted to make 50,000 a day. How do you do that? Well, what I always say, you're going to be like, um, Two things are going to determine what you're going to be like in five years. And you know what they are, right? The books you read and the people you hang around. So let's think about that. If I wanted to make $50,000 a day, what kind of people should I be hanging around? People who are making $50,000 a month and then people making $50,000 a day. Because who knows how to do it? The person making $50,000 a day. So if I wanted to make $50,000 a day, I would find ways to get around people who are doing it. Let that rub off on you, you know? Their talk, their walk, their thought process, their perspective. So as you as you learn those things, then you start to become aware of ways you can actually do that. Quick example, I joined the John Maxwell team and I was wondering, you know, how to do a mastermind class and I didn't have a place to do one. So I thought, where could I, where could I find a place? Well, I started, you know, you go online and you listen to different people within the, uh, the uh, groups they've got out there. They're like, well, I use the library. I did this. I said, you know what? I think I'll make a couple of calls to a couple of libraries and find out what the process is. 
within two days, I found out that there was a library down the street from where I work. Then I found out all I need to book a room is a library card. Then, because I'm military, I found out, <laughs> excuse me, I go get my library card. I look at the schedule. I find a time that works for me. It looked like uh, Tuesdays were good at about 6 o'clock for about an hour. And boom, now I have a place to have meetings. I was not aware of it, and I figured, well, I can't do a, a mastermind class. I don't have a place. But yet, there's a place out there. I increased my awareness by getting around people who were doing what I needed to do, found a way, and I increased my awareness. Now, do I need to do a mastermind class? If I do, where's it going to be? I, I can use the library. I found a friend who has a friend who owns a building that always enjoys allowing people to use their rooms on off hours or uh, times when they're not in use. And he gladly allowed me to use his office down the street from my job to do mastermind classes and see how simple it is if we increase our awareness by increasing the people we're around, the different people. You know, one of the ways we talk about social media, one of the ways to um, increase your presence is to work with people who are active in that area. I mean, doesn't it make sense? That was something I didn't know, but I learned because of the people I was around. Excuse me a second, I got to drink something. <coughs> mm. ah. All right. Something happened to make my throat a little scratchy. But anyway, so that's my lesson today was about attitude capacity and increasing it. So it says, no single change can make uh, in your life will have such a greater positive impact than to change your attitude. You know what? I'm going to share one other story because you want to know the power of attitude. I've told this story a couple of times, but if someone hasn't heard it, I'm going to tell, tell it anyways. I was in the Navy Reserves, and um, the Navy Reserves is divided into three uh, main um, communities. You have your surface ships, your aviation, your planes, and then your subsurface or submarines, submariners. Well, um, they had this thing where Navy officers could, um, uh, they had a, a surplus of uh, high, uh, we'll say senior officers and a, uh, a shortage of junior officers. So the Navy at one time when I was in, the reserves they decided that they were going to, they were going to allow the senior officers to fill some of the junior officer billets and they could pay them for it so i applied and i got picked up by a submarine unit now these units these these communities are very close-knit i was from the service community not the sub community i was like a fish out of water well, anyways, I was happy. I was going to get paid. I'll take the job. This was in June, and normally the year changes. And normally uh, these things only last till the end of the fiscal year. The fiscal year ended in September. I got in the billet in June. So I said to myself, well, you know, there's no need in learning all this submarine stuff with 
four months. I mean, why am I gonna kill myself? We're talking about uh, reserves, so you're talking about four weekends. So I like I said, I'll learn the administrative stuff, but I'm gonna learn like, some management stuff because I'm gonna be here for four four months, right? Or four weekends, which is about eight days. But I had a good attitude, so I was there. I learned the administrative stuff. They liked me. Come time for the change of the year, my uh, commanding officer at the time, he said, hey, we like you. We're going to sign you up for another year to be part of our unit, even though you're from the service side. I'm like, wow, okay. So I said to myself, well, since I'm here, I might as well learn what they do. And I did. I went so far as to go on one of the exercises. I had a great time on the submariner exercise. So I did the exercise, and um, you know, then I had a great time. So then I remember the following year in March, I was out doing yard work on a Saturday morning. I get a phone call. Hello, is this Commander Dot? Yes. Oh, this is Captain So and So from So and So Subunit, and uh, we want you to run one of our, <clears throat> run one of our exercises in June. I said, what? Are you serious? I said, I've only been on one. How did I get selected for this? He said, well, we went to your EXO, which is the second in charge of the unit, and we asked him, we said, um, of all the people in your unit, who do you think would be best to lead one of our exercises? And they chose you. I said, really? <laughs> I said, but I've only been on one. He said, that's okay. We'll give you a senior enlisted guy who has a lot of experience and we'll put them on your team. We'll stack the deck for you. I'm like, get, get him. They said, yes. He said, we really want you to do this. I said, well, I said, well, okay, uh, that's fine. Um, and uh, there I was, I was in, in, in charge of the exercise, but I had only been on one of these, but since my attitude was so magnetic, the XO, which is the second in charge, took notice and when asked by the senior um, senior commander who to run the exercise, I got chosen. Attitude is power. If you have the right attitude, you draw people to you. And the opposite is true, too. If you don't have a good attitude, you wonder why people kind of like move away or don't come see you and go somewhere else, it works both ways. It's the law of um, polarity. If it's a good attitude, you draw people to you. If it's a bad attitude, well, you know, you're all by yourself. Anyways, that's my lesson today. So attitude is critical. And one of the best ways is self-talk. And I always talk to you about self-talk, self-talk, self-talk. Look around you tomorrow. Do a little experiment. Watch people. Listen to what they say to themselves, what they say to each other. And then challenge them to change that. They don't realize the power of their own language on themselves. That's it for me today. You have a good evening until tomorrow. Have a good night.